fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. My name is Matt. I'm Sandy. And this is the Hotbox, episode seven. Lucky number seven. Do you hear that Diesel Cummins in the background? I do. <laughs> it threw me off for a moment because I, love I was that. like, "Wow, that's so that's great. kind of loud." Well, this is a special episode. This is the first episode we've had our first guest. Yay! Of course, Tuesday, July sixth, twenty ten. If you're listening to this locally, right now, right Mark, here. How are you doing, Mark? Doing pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for wanting to come hang out in our little cave here. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for actually like coming out and talking, too. Not many people are uh, ballsy, I guess, is the um, not-so-peace Informed word, enough, I guess. for lack of a better word. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's the only word I can really think of. I mean, not many people are okay with sitting on camera talking about, you know, medical marijuana. Weed. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. are okay with it. And you're all okay listening to Normally. it. The Facebook group is doing well. The Twitter page is doing well. Everything is well. Mm -hmm. How's business? Business all right? Oh, it's amazing. Still no problems? Oh, it's going great. Seven weeks we've been doing this now. We've been reading stories about people having lots of problems. I'm glad. I haven't been robbed. I haven't good. been vandalized. That's I haven't good. been threatened. Check. Good. I mean, I think things are going good. I'm still in business. That's a plus. Drug task force isn't outside. <laughs> Not yet. Still have all my products. Is business good? Oh, yeah. No uh, no worries? Well, I think I'm keeping everybody pretty happy. That's good. You're so keeping you me happy. Yay! So you have a, a couple announcements before we get into the, the gist I of the do, show I here? I do, I do. Um, first off, we have been talking about Mr. Mark Emery. Right. He's out of solitary confinement. Really? He is out. How long was he in there for? That was like a stint. He was in there for like over three weeks. That was like a whole episode of Shawshank it, Redemption. It I'm, was yeah, quite a while. Lot, lot longer than I think any person would want to be. And he had one visit the whole time for he was that, there. Even for that charge, though. like you, I know. You didn't kill anybody. You didn't rape, pillage, anything like that. Like You sold some seeds. Solitary! Blah, 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 blah. You're never well, going to see the light of day again, vampire. Well, and then it was that he was talking to his wife, and she recorded the conversation for use hey, in the podcast. the CIA and the FBI are the only people allowed to do that kind of thing, okay? Now, yeah. If you want to do it, you'll go to solitary. So I wanted everybody to know that he is now out. He still wants letters, so you can still go to our site. And actually, um, go to the link on there still on episode six? five. Five? I think it's five or six. It's probably both. Hotboxpodcast.com. Check out the I've show notes there. I've put it on there, there a couple it. times. Yeah. Just look. Wherever you see Mark Emery. Those words, if, if, you, if you read those words from left to right, they form sentences. And then if you find the spot where there's an address, that's where to set and it. And if you're really lazy, control F. That's right. You can find it. <laughs> find me his address. Another little bit of information. Mm -hmm. There is a Montana Medical Growers Association meeting in Kalispell next Tuesday. The MMGA? MMGA. <laughs> awesome. It's next Tuesday at 6 o'clock at the library here in Kalispell. 
If you're not in Kalispell, if you go to... Then too bad. Move MontanaMedicalGrowers.org, you can find out who's in your area. Now, are we going to try to attend this one? It is a we Tuesday. We are. It's a Tuesday, and I think we talked about before the show, we're so going to we go... So we can go there and then come do the show and talk about what we learned. Yeah, and I okay. think we're going to probably end up having to duck out a little before... Yeah. And, and sorry... Because, hey, this show starts at 8. Hotbox Podcast Corporate was getting on my behind, and they're like, hey... You said the show starts at 8. You better start at 8 or you'll be replaced. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Whoa, board members. Calm down. I know. I really don't like getting yelled at by them. It's what we get for getting... It makes me uncomfortable. It's what you get for getting big wig investors that they think it's their show now. And it very well may be. I didn't <laughs> read the contract. I just signed it in blood. So. And I signed I... your name, too. Oh, yay. I hope that's okay. Thank you. Anytime. Um, and I was actually wrong. <laughs> it's not next Tuesday. It's the Tuesday after The that. 20th. The 20th. Right. So we'll be here, same bat time, same bat channel, no matter what, next week. At 8 o'clock. At seven, 8. 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Yes. And you can call us live, 406-204-4687. I forgot about that. Word. Or you can just hang out at hotboxpodcast.com slash live. You need a stream account. That's free. So and, and talk to us there, too, in the little chat box. At That's the right. We will see it, and I'll even read what you say if it's clever. Yeah, so make it, it clever. No <laughs> pressure. Just yeah. make it clever, or I'll uh, kick you and another... ban you forever. No pressure, though. Yeah, none at all. Another little tid snippet of information. Mm-hmm. Um, people are getting ready to go up to Helena for some legislative hearings. Oh yeah, and um, we're actually is this the the thing to repeal because they got enough signatures and they no, re- oh right because no, they actually, totally didn't they totally no. failed and they didn't get <laughs> nowhere near how many. Signatures. I have okay. an update actually on that number What's now that we're number? speaking of it. That's quite my last. Quickly, hold on, it's loading. That's my last. I told you so. I'm sorry. But I, I so serious. I did. I, I went there and I talked to you and I told you so. <laughs> and that's not my fault. How okay. many did they get? They needed 25,000. It's loading. Oh, okay. Last count, it was what? Around 2,000 or something? I can't believe. Why are you still even wasting time oh, okay. counting? Uh, right now, the total is 8,000. Whoa. Still not even close, dude. I know. Not even halfway. Not even a third of the way. And only three <laughs> of the 34 uh, qualified voting districts. Of course. Because, hey, we're not potheads, so we don't follow directions very well either. Apparently. I think you guys may have a few listeners. That's where they picked up those additional votes since Maybe. the last kind of <laughs> podcast. You've mentioned them a few times. Maybe they kind have been listening you know uh, when i went to talk to the guy he asked who i was and what where i was representing because i was like can i interview you for this internet (laughs) talk show and he's like i was like i'm matt from the hot box podcast he's like oh (laughs) there you go they're they're, oh (laughs) and every comment i'm still leaving comments on their page if you go to like safecommt.org you can leave comments but if you say anything that's not in line with what they're thinking they won't they won't allow if you don't sound like a super like umbrella mom that is like super concerned about her kids. They're not going to. But post even if you saying. did, if you were like, "I'm super concerned about my kids, but I think marijuana is okay," they won't no, approve yeah, it. They you will have not. To, you have to actually be like them. You know, if you censor the them. internet like that, you're liable to get hacked. I'm just saying. It's well, like WordPress we did blog. find out that if you go through their YouTube, <laughs> you can leave comments on their main YouTube profile. That's all I'm saying. I may have left one, and it's still there. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? And it's still you, there. You have eight comments on your YouTube profile. All of them are not agreeing with you. Hmm. They're all very mean, mean hmm. comments. Interesting. 
feel the wrath of the internet much. <laughs> I mean, there's actually people, like, wishing you harm. Yeah, that's how much of an impact you're making. Good job! And, like, I don't, I don't condone wishing people harm unless they really deserve it, but you kind of asked for this. I know, looking back on life, I would be proud of my mom and dad. Hey, I have plenty of that. harm credits built up from my whole life. I'm allowed to do some evil now. I've earned it. Thank you. Yay. So, are, are we ready for this? Um, Did you have any more announcements? Oh, yeah. Just one more quick Please? one about the uh, the logo thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a complimentary glass piece to anybody who can supply us with a logo or a graphic or... Kind of based on what it is now, but maybe like a cartoony caricature of us like in the hot box or something. I don't know. Just do something. Make it better than what's there. You'll win a free glass pipe. So that we can like actually do stuff. Now, is this glass pipe for marijuana smoking or for tobacco smoking? If you're a legal medical patient, then it's for marijuana smoking. But if, if not, you so choose. You should probably just use, use it, for it for tobacco. Whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. So email info at hotboxpodcast.com or Let us know the Facebook group or whatever. A little whatever. bit, please. Yeah. Yay. Because we want banners and stuff, but we don't want to use the logo that me and uh, the other host from the other show made because it's kind of cartoony and cheesy and it's just a it's there for now and it's cool but it's not what i want on a banner yeah we have hopes dreams and goals and this is kind of something that we need to get done more than more than danny's 10 minute drawing and my 20 minute coloring (laughs) like spend some time with it this is a nice glass pipe that you'll win so for real info at hotboxpodcast.com thank you all right so the other uh like last week we got an email from a gentleman. He says, I've listened to your show and have to say that I think is a great forum and is going to become a leading voice in the Flat Valley, guiding listeners throughout marijuana prohibition, decriminalization, and ultimately legalization. Hallelujah. Uh, I would love to talk with you guys on the show about the medical marijuana movement from an employer's standpoint and what the legalities are concerning employment law, hiring, termination, drug testing, discrimination, and many other pertinent subjects surrounding our somewhat vague Initiative 148 with regards to law and labor in Montana. So we did one better, and we said, hey, you should just come over, hang out with us in the Hotbox studio, and talk about this. And so if you scroll down a little bit, if you're not on a 17-inch flat panel, you will see (laughs) camera three. That is our friend Mark here. And you, what, what, what industry do you work in exactly that... What do you want to say? Uh, I work in human resources. Into the mic. I work in human resources and in uh, employee recruitment and retention for uh, a company in the Flathead Valley. Okay. So you deal with this firsthand. You weren't just messing around. Absolutely. Awesome. uh, Yeah, I deal with it on a day-to-day basis. Now, on the the SafeCom MT site, there was uh, an employer that was talking about this. I don't know. Have you seen that video at all on their page about the employer saying? No, I've not seen their video. Okay. Basically, he's saying that... It's a big problem, and it's hurting the economy, and it's hurting society because we're not going to hire you if Mm -hmm. you smoke. And it's like, well, you're kind of hurting yourself because there's a lot of good people, good, solid, trustful workers that smoke. You know, you can't judge somebody based on that. Well, with that said, beyond that, there are a lot of employers in the area that could not staff at their current staffing levels without the people that they have, and a large part of them are are smoking marijuana, whether it's medicinal and they have a card to do it, uh, or it's just 
they're getting it from whomever uh, they're doing it. So uh, they're going to have a tough time with that one. Right, and we, we mentioned this a uh, couple episodes ago. I had a friend that worked up on Big Mountain when it was, you know, Big Mountain. Big Mountain. It's always Big as Mountain. it's always Thank been, you. and um, it always will be. But they were going to institute a urination test, and they looked at, you know, people at work there. They they put some feelers out, and they were like, you know, how are we going to end up if we do this? And they ended up not doing it. I don't know if they do it now, but at that time, they scrapped it because they would have zero lift workers, for real. Like, 100% yeah. of their lifties all smoke pot. Most most places would lose quite a few employer employees. Definitely, I know my place would. Yeah, <laughs> you are my our place. Uh, honestly, we wouldn't have any employees. My office would be empty. We probably wouldn't have an owner. <laughs> Just <laughs> using Big <laughs> you know? Mountain as an example, as a seasonal employer, they would have. Uh, I think they haven't implemented that policy for that reason. Still to this day, uh, right? They know who they're hiring. These are kids that are coming in from out of town. They want to chill. They want a free pass. They want to make some money to eat and party. They want to smoke weed and they want to snowboard or ski. <laughs> Probably you, snowboard. You couldn't have put it better. That's what they do, and they they saw that and they knew. They're like, who else can we get to work here? You're going to have, like, the 45-year-old church-going, you know, perfect record guy that's yeah, going to be not, a stone wall. Or, and it's not like the Kardashians that yeah. are like, oh, we should, get a, we should get a job. I'm bored. Let's go get a job today. What do you want to do? Oh, I don't know. Let's go get some Botox, and then we'll go get jobs. It's the stoner kids and that like, want to go work up on the mountain. Of course. If anybody's seen Out Cold, that movie that's is what hilarious. That's what it is. That was our mountain. Like eight years ago When it was awesome When it was big now Before it started Completely sucking now Did you know Just neither here nor there But did you know That their prices For season passes Have been increasing Every year And every year For like the fast Five years or so They've been opening Later and closing earlier But the price of the pass Is still going up Interesting huh Yeah I'm I'm amazed And people keep Buying passes That's what's Even more amazing Because it's all Those Kim Kardashians They're like I'm gonna buy a pass To every mountain In the world And I'm not (laughs) even Gonna use it I'm just gonna burn it But I have it it's so dumb. This what are you doing? This place sounds foreign. Kalispell? Yeah. Kalispell. It sounds like they have cows there. Let's go there. Do they have Botox there? We better bring some. I hate her so bad. <laughs> oh, man. So have you run into this firsthand? Have you had to turn away people because of the policy? Because you didn't write the policy, right? Uh, of course not. You know, just going with what Initiative 148 states, uh, we the, an employer does not have to accommodate the use of marijuana in the workplace. And uh, even beyond the use of it in the workplace, they do not have to accommodate your use outside of the workplace in your own home. Uh, Where does that breach into this is my private life or even one better? It's medical. Does your doctor, does your employer ask you, are you taking fentanyl, oxys, lower tabs, any of that stuff? It's, it's it's a point, you know, and that's a lot of uh, that's a stand that's that a lot pr- of people use for a platform to kind of talk from is that a lot of companies have drug policies, but how do they address uh, certain activities beyond marijuana use? Well, um, and marijuana users aren't. I mean, for the most part, granted, I'm sure there are some. There's some that don't have their cards that are doing it, but the people that have their medical cards, they're not smoking at work. The people that are on oxys and fentanyl and lower tabs, they are taking their pills while they're at work. Right. They're nodding out. They're having a great time, I'm sure. 
But that's okay. Well, beyond they're having a great time, their production in the workplace is affected and limited because mm-hmm. of this. And accident rates it's directly go up. affected. Be going to work, coming back home from work. Absolutely, right. they're driving a car. They're impaired. Um, but these policies aren't in effect. You know, specifying what drug or prescription is okay and what's not. It's just you know, prescription drugs are, are federally approved. And, oh, uh, so it's a federal yeah. issue. It's a then. federal That's the, issue. It, it, everything goes back to the federal issue here on this. And, and until, you know, I think in my belief, until you see people like tobacco and alcohol and pharmaceutical companies get on board with this, you know, you're not going to see the laws change on do a federal th- level. Do you think that has a lot to do with it? Do you think the pharmaceutical company is really? Because I've heard the conspiracy theory that's like if people start doing weed more openly and everyone's doing it, their profits are going to go way down. Well, I don't think it's a conspiracy. That I think that's is that a for real? Then? fact, absolutely. Is that well-founded? Yeah, of that's course. I think that's that. So you you mean to tell me that they actually don't have our best interests in mind? <laughs> I find that hard to believe, sir. They are Come a big now. company. <laughs> I <laughs> find that you finding it hard to believe is hard to believe, man. <laughs> uh, BS. And that's ridiculous, though. Yeah, so well, we're just going to treat symptoms. We're not going to cure anything because that would be totally not profitable. Uh, we're going to yeah. just treat symptoms, but we're not going to do it very well. So you need to take a lot of our drugs. What we're talking about here are quarterly returns and stock prices. Hmm. Ultimately. Got to keep the investors happy. Of, well, and who, who else? I, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And marijuana will always be um, the second. Dan- it. Well, it's a dangerous thing for them to get into because there's no way to control it the way they want to control it. So, I mean, you know, anybody can grow it right now. Right. So that means that, yeah, there there might be some people who don't buy it. But honestly... I mean, I have people who come to me. They have the ability to grow it, but they still come to me because they like options and variety. Absolutely. You know? And if you have places like, you know, clinics such as mine running, the people who are operating illegally go away when you make it a legalized That's market. right. How many people would you say you turn down on a weekly basis that just try to roll in there like, like underage kids at the gas station trying to buy smokes? Like, do people without their cards come in and are like... So I just need an eighth of your best weed, and I have a card. Can I see the card? Well, no, but I have it. it, it it's okay. I, I have not had a single person no try to come in and buy who wasn't able to actually show me that they had a Interesting. card. And the people that come in without cards are strictly seeking information. Yeah, they're just coming Interesting. in because they want to know what the place looks like. And I mean, that's they why... They see that it's not all dark dungeons and BDSM right. gear like and they picture it being. <laughs> right. I know, right? Not it's yet, not a scary okay. place. That's one reason why I tried to have my clinic kind the way it is so right it's a very in, happy open inviting comfortable place here's a yeah. couch here's some magazines hang out it smells it's amazing like, i actually nice visit uh miss sandy's clinic here the, the one we're talking about uh, in columbia falls and it, it's it is an amazing place it, it does have an amazing smell i'll yeah. give you that it's got a good vibe to it uh, it's a great vibe, but beyond that, every time I've had an encounter with Sandy or with uh, just an interaction at that clinic, it is beyond uh, the professionalism is what's been right. um, the, at foremost, it's, and it's been incredible, and it's something that makes me comfortable, and I think other aww. people m- find a certain level of comfort in that as well. Yeah, Thank once people you. find a place that they're comfortable and they like, you will get their repeat business. Now, mm-hmm. maybe a little that has to do with the way the law is here, that you have a specific character. It's not like in California where you can just go to anyone 
And it's like I, when I was in Amsterdam, it, it, when you first get there, if you've never been there before, it is kind of weird at first. Like some mm-hmm. of the places, some of the, the coffee shops and stuff where you go and buy the weed, like it's a weird thing to just go in there. You keep like looking over your shoulder because you have that whole stigma attached. Like you're from the States or when you're traveling overseas, you say Canada because, you know, that's the smart thing to do. But yeah. you, you go in <laughs> there. But the once you get in there, it's very inviting. They sit you down. Here's a menu. You can t- check out different strains. What do you want to smoke out of this and that? And like it all operates and functions perfectly well there. Like there's no problems, you know. Well, and see, when you walk into my place, I mean, you walk in and it's not something where you walk in and there's just jars out right. in front of everybody. You're not going to be like, OK, you walk walk in you pick up a phone you get someone on the other end you're like meet me in the back parking lot in five minutes <laughs> click like it's not at all it's up front there's Here's no shadiness yeah. at None all at all there's me and then you walk through a door into a larger area right. that's bright it's not like you're walking into like my dungeon yeah no not at bum, all it's bum, not bum. dingy or dirty or <laughs> no and there's a beautiful. quote there's actually a quote on the wall that i love tell me i i can't forget the words May all who enter as guests leave as friends. There you go. Yeah. And, and and that's the entire mentality behind this operation. Now, At least the one is in my, you know, my actions and interactions with you guys. It's that's how it feels. I, I'm a friend of this place and of you and uh, you guys provide a quality service and it's been amazing. But the professionalism is key and I think that's Yay. what drew me it in. That's what keeps me there. Yeah, Good. definitely. I'm you glad. have to do it that way because mm-hmm. of the stigma that's attached to it. Like you have to go above and beyond because of how negative you're starting. Like you're starting at neg five and you want to get it to plus ten. Like you have to go that <laughs> yeah. extra mile. You There's know? some hurdles. And some people don't. Some people are just like, what do you want? Here's a weed. This is all I got. Take well, it or leave it. I'll leave it, but thank you. And I mean, we've talked quite a bit about my clinic, and it's just an example. I mean, when people right. come to my clinic, I encourage them to, um, you know, go and try to get into as many different... Hey, real quick. <laughs> you- <laughs> uh, Kimbo I- Joe in the chat says, hi, Mark. Hey. It's your mother. You look great. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Don't feel bad. My mom listens to the other podcast. That, that yeah, is incredible. I've seen that. She was I love the comment. I just looked down and saw it, and I looked over at Sandy, and she was smiling. That's so awesome. I knew we saw it at the same Yay, time. But that is amazing. I thanks love for that. the shout out, Kimbo. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, so I think it, it is, and it, you, you can't listen to what these petitioners or the, the anti medical marijuana people are saying. You have to experience it for yourself. Right. It, you and can't I, describe it. You know? I try to encourage people to go into a few different clinics. There's a few of them in the area. And I mean, even if you're already one of my patients, go, I mean, go, do it. See what other people have out there. Shop around. Yeah. Do I, you do price match? Do you accept other uh, competitors' coupons? Well, that's not it. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have coupons? That'd be a great market. Well, no. Skill. I mean, I make it. I make sure all of my patients know, and I'm sure I've let you know before that if there's somebody else out there that provides them something that I don't, it's not going to hurt my feelings if they come to me and they say, "Hey, I think I'm I'm going to start going through this person instead." Right. You'll I mean, help. I'll them just be happy that, that they're finding somebody that they're getting good stuff from that they right. want. I just hope that I'm able to continually provide them with stuff that they're happy with. Right. 
It's not like when you're kids and stuff and like you get a good hookup for like a couple weeks, you get this huge client base and then like the next week you're all out and you can't get more and everyone just goes elsewhere. Like this is a great, legit, steady supply of fantastic quality and I marijuana. think all the caregivers really should be working together they more absolutely than like should. competing against each other. I said that about the hip hop scene here. It's like you guys uh, are all like fighting against each other and you're doing absolutely nothing. You're making awful music. Like you should all be working together. Maybe between the 20 of you, you can make a decent song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So you wrote as a patient. So you're a patient yourself. Uh, I myself am a patient. Now, yes. were you a patient when you got hired on at in your position? Uh, I was not. Okay, so do you think were you grandfathered in then, or do you just keep it on the hush hush? Uh, you know, it's not something that comes into effect immediately with my job. It's something. Is it like a don't ask, don't tell policy? Oh, uh, it could be said to okay. be similar to that. Absolutely, because you're not out there like Mister Christ, Christ or whatever, being like, yeah, no. "I'm I need a job, but I'm gonna tell you guys that I smoke and I will be smoking during the There's job because my pipe. it's my right, and right. I'm a d bag, and that's yeah. what I do." Yeah, I mean, there's certain legalities, and we all know them, and mm-hmm. I've chosen to not push them, and in respect to my current employment, I don't, uh, you know, smoke at my. I don't go to work under the influence. I don't smoke on mm-hmm. their property. Um, it's just something that I do in my private time. And so uh, it doesn't come into effect for me immediately. Um, but we don't uh, do pre-employment drug screening, except mm-hmm. in the cases where Department of Transportation gets involved and starts right, testing. Right, any kind of federal a, level. When you get into jobs that have uh, you know certain conditions or policies set up by the state right. or federal levels that are um, it's pertaining like to the drivers. safety in the workplace, OSHA regulations, things exactly. like this. Yeah, OSHA. Once OSHA steps in, for Then you have a, and it's a tire, you know, they have an entire different ballgame than kind of like your typical privately owned company operating. Right. So. And I've mentioned this before on the show, but I've when I was younger, my mom would be like, you know, you need to get a job you can't just sell weed or do whatever it is that you're doing the rest of your life i'm like all right and she'll be like here's a job here's a job here's a job i'm like do they drug test she's like well yeah i'm like i'm not doing it like i turned down so many jobs and like who was i just some punk kid but still like i there was so many jobs that i just straight up refused to even go to because i knew that there would be that test and i knew i wasn't gonna pass it i was like it's not worth my time I will go to a place that will accept me for what I'm doing. I'm not taking yeah. out my lip piercing. I'm not covering up my tattoos. And I'm not going to quit smoking weed for your stupid minimum wage job. You well, know? It's I not think, worth it. I think the majority of jobs that aren't at that level of, you know, federal or, right. you know. You're not going to be a postman or right. an I agent. Think most of them, it is that common sense, you know, um, don't be blatant about it and we won't persecute Well, and let's be honest. What's it? most employment around here? Walmart now with the Supercenter, hotels, and dishwashing jobs. Walmart, That's the majority which is still on the... And Plum Creek. On the S list. list. And Plum Creek, which drug yeah, tests. Yeah, Plum right. Creek is zero tolerance. And semi-tool. So. If you want to get into the big, you know major manufacturers that we have mm-hmm. here and then you have you know your your call center job which everyone has seemed to have gone to just by default of their, yeah, <laughs> do i want to wash everybody. dishes or do i want to deal with people's bs all day well i'm done washing dishes so it's all that's left have, have you noticed a, a big increase in people like going there looking for work and then just totally not getting it because of that reason 
You know, we haven't. And our policy states, and even our applications state, as most companies do, that uh, it's a non-tolerant of any type of right, drug use. Right, they have a, a zero-tolerance so, policy. Um, of course, zero-tolerance policies. But um, my recommendation to anyone that sees this application is if you're fit for a job and that you're applying for and you see the job description and you feel that you're uh, the right applicant for that job, I would encourage you to apply for it, um, regardless of what uh, you may or may you know, even if you are a patient and you know that you would fail a drug test, you know, a lot of times that is a stipulation just to uh, that's a uh, a <laughs> commonality. If I, if I may, to weed out. It's a common. <laughs> it's a commonality <laughs> to uh, weed out. You right. know, applicants. So a lot of times you'll see that on a website or application directly there. But in, in these cases. These companies still are not doing pre-employment drug screening, it's, with the exception of DOT requirements. Right. It's like the unemployment process. They don't make it easy so that everyone can do it. Like but They it's make there. you put in some work before you can even think about getting accepted to weed out the people that are just like, oh, I'm lazy. I'm just going to let the government support me. The and the rest of you fine tax-paying citizens. The temp agencies in town actually ask on their application if you're a medical marijuana patient. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome because mm-hmm. I remember before we had this law that they also did UAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I started running the clinic, I actually turned an application in and I refused to answer that question. And she was like, okay, well, we'll give you a call. I'm pretty sure they shredded my thing when I walked out the door. You think so? I would say first and foremost in any type of situation like that with applications is uh, be honest uh, utmost. You want to be as truthful as you can on your application. Um, and if it doesn't come into play, then don't bring it up. It's, right. You if know, you there's can no need. This is a personal them. situation. If you're exactly. smoking medical marijuana in your home, that's something personal that doesn't need to be brought into the workplace. If it doesn't, if it, it's a non-issue. There's no place for it's it. Right. Don't bring it up. And it, it will be, yeah, it will be a non-issue. All you so. have to do is go in there and dazzle them with what you know with what you can do for that company sell yourself you're a brand you need to sell yourself and they won't even think about it they'll be like this kid is so well spoken he there's it'll be the furthest thing from their minds unless you roll in there with a shirt that says i smoke pot you've got eat me or something you know you got it like blazed out of your mind and like sound like me if you need a job like go get a job don't just be a jerk off and you know waste people's time because it is their time you're wasting their time if you're gonna be a pothead at work too and you're gonna be one of those people then go work at mcdonald's get a job that i I don't have to like stand right. behind. I don't need a McDonald's. Go work there. I don't care. Don't work at Frugal's. Though. I like. Yeah, Frugals. please. <laughs> they have good Huckleberry shakes. They have good everything there. Yes. Huckleberry. So you wrote here that as a patient, according to the laws, you're not protected on a state or federal level. Even though at the state level it's legit, but federally, of course, always trumps state. Which is weird. Why do we even have the two then? If one trumps the other, why don't we just have the one and let's focus on making that better instead of having to deal with this and then we'll get to the federal level if we have time. Weren't the purpose of the state to to help keep the federal government in check? Well, it's doing doing a bang-up job, guys. Yeah, yay! (laughs) Yay. Thank you. And then uh, you said that the protection at this point can be found by making sure that our rights as a citizen and an employee of the state of Montana are not violated due to unjust, inconsistent, or discriminatory practices in the workplace. So do you, would you classify that someone not hiring on the basis of whether or not they smoke pot medically? 
You know, if the company they're applying at has that in a written policy prior to they that... They can do whatever they want. Absolutely. Then. The company has the upper hand there. But let's say, uh, from a moral standpoint, do you think that's wrong? Uh, does a moral... Uh, the, the, these two are mutually exclusive. We're yeah, talking about I, business uh, right. and a moral standpoint. That's true. <laughs> so. We don't use morals or... Didn't... didn't I, I remember there being a business ethics class back in college. Yeah. Do we still do that? It's, do we it's, it's ironic that that term exists. Right? There, yeah. <laughs> like civil war? I've but. actually taken that class, I think. Did you learn anything? I think I was actually medicated through most of it. <laughs> Did you pass? I don't remember. Uh, does it matter? It was a long time ago. Are you doing okay now? Oh yeah, I well, mean, I've go. got the, I've got a job that I'm well qualified to do, thank you. So you said the lack of knowledge and detail surrounding initiative 148 is astonishing and leaves a patient unsure of where he or she stands in the eye of the law, which is absolutely true. And that's that's one of the big standing grounds of the people that want to repeal it is that it's too vague. I hear that so much. Like, oh, the law's just too vague. You, Everyone's just doing what they want. Like, we said we would help rewrite it. I mean, right. that's what we need to do. I've got, you know, we've got drafts. That's fine, but... Well, the law is too why vague. Was it, why was it vague to begin with? Who wrote this thing? You know, people Dr. That were, Seuss? Uh, yeah, who, it what? might as well have been. <laughs> One fish, two fish. We all smoke yeah. two fish. One right. fish, okay, six plants. Um, okay. <laughs> Four no, caregivers. People that were writing this just, I, they, they had zero knowledge or uh, any experience in the industry of cultivation or selling or buying or consuming I hate medical when, marijuana. I hate when things like that happen. It's like the Falf course down at Lawrence Park. Whoever <laughs> made that thing in the front does not play Falf. They've they no never idea seen what a doing. disc. They're like, let's just see how far we can put these away from each other. Like, that's not a course. People do that all the time. They they get trapped or, you know, they con their, their way into doing things that they have no business doing yeah, whatsoever. Like uh, <laughs> President Bush or, you know, Obama, yeah. some of you may may say. The law is vague, but the, it is what it is and, and until it's... Um, so how repeal is, I it? think, out of the question. Reform, maybe. If, until it's reformed, I think it, we are, in, uh, you know, obligated to um, to follow as it says. There's so going to keep being problems until it There are going to be problems, and, and until they work it out, you know, which th- there, there is no working it out until they seek... Uh, knowledge yeah. and uh, education from sources that have earned the industry and that know what they're talking about. And so, well, and I agree. There's certain things that that could probably be tweaked. Well, absolutely. There's a, there's a few. Oh, uh, yeah, a few. I, but don't repeal it at all. No, there, you don't there's want no it. repeal. Yeah, Repeal's out of the question. Don't yeah. dissolve it while you're fixing it, like what Spell tried to schmooze. They're like, oh, we'll just put a moratorium on it until we fix it. And they're like, all right, well, we fixed it. The fix is nobody gets to do it in the city. Well, right. good, yeah. good fix, guys. Congratulations. Right. Good and going parenting. back to kind of what you've touched on before in previous episodes about uh, just alcohol being a problem here and bars being allowed in certain areas yeah, of what's the, the city. Yeah, what's the DUI rate here? You know, give me a break. Just look at statistics in Montana. They're outrageous for uh, alcohol-related fatalities and just uh, highest uh, death rates. You know the percentages that run from from fatalities in cars (laughs) are you know they're running fifty percent. Look at all the white crosses on the highway. It's unbelievable. I drive them every day. I see them. I pass them just daily. It's I drove by one just the other just a week and a half. That one go 
going on the way to Libby, there's like one big cross in the middle with like literally 20 or 25 yeah. around the outside. Like whole mm-hmm. tribes have been killed there. Like No, I mean, I like crazy. actually drove by like a fatal car accident on oh, yeah, the highway yeah, on my yeah. way to work like yeah. a week and a half ago. But it's even horrifying. off the road, directly in the workplace, as an employer, I can tell you we have such an issue with uh, directly – as a result of alcohol consumption, oh, we I have bet. so many issues Absolutely. in the workplace related mm-hmm. to alcohol consumption or addiction or abuse or whatever. Um, the issues with marijuana are obsolete. You know, they don't come into question. It's a moot point. You can't. So alcohol, I just find out to be it's such a such a far greater monster here. I think we're waging the the wrong war entirely yeah. on this. Well, and it just look at the pure fact of the matter. Zero recorded fatalities millions like it the numbers speak for themselves there is no smudging of research data here this is what it is this is these two figures are are, they run congruent to each other here is the liquor industry spends two billion dollars a year on advertising and encouraging consumption of alcohol beverages the next statistic below it says americans spend over 90 billion dollars total on alcohol each year. That's ridiculous amounts. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they run parallel to each other. I mean, they're pumping up these ads. People are seeing them and buying them. And and th- these are also, you talk about a bigger problem, it's underage who's drinking. Biggest, who's the biggest yeah. Super Bowl ad buyer? Budweiser? Yeah. A beer company? Like, it, it's everywhere. You it's can't go anywhere without. It's watch football and drink beer. Yeah. They figure they go hand in hand. Let's get them to drink a lot. And maybe they won't hit their wives anymore. No, that's, yeah, right. That's <laughs> that's working out well. Yeah. <laughs> Swimmingly, guys. Honestly, Swimmingly. you know, I mean, more more men hit hey, their wives from alcohol than pot. What's that me. shirt you got on? What's that called? A wife beater? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what's that in your hand? A 40? Awesome. Good luck. Yay. Outstanding person of the year. And they, they there's no... There's no limit to it. Like, it's such a large industry. Liquor licenses around here go for $650,000 a piece if you can get it, you know? It's so much money. And they, I hate when the anti-pot people are like, we don't want people selling pot near our schools. We don't want dispensaries near schools. That's why we zoned it this way. When you look and there's a bar right there, like yeah. next door to it. Like is how is that okay? How how do they rationalize that in their mind to sleep okay at night? And and anyways, I have a question. Like anybody who smoked pot in high school, did we ever do any of the deals at high school? Uh, we no. usually waited until we were pretty far away from school, right? Because we knew that if you got popped in a school zone, everything was double. Everybody knows to stay away from school yeah, zones. We you went to Taco to, Bell. Like, get all anal about it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we went. We went back to the school. Out, out past the line <laughs> where the lunch lady couldn't see us. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But hey, I got through it. Graduated. Not exactly with honors, but you weren't teaching anything. Are you serious? An electron, a proton, and a neutron? Really? That's that's all there is? Oh, my God. I think we can really help them out and buy some new school books. I, I really want to do that. I just want to blow their minds by going to them at the end of the year with, like, $25,000 and being like, Hair, stop making our kids stupid. I really don't want my kids to point out to me how bad my penmanship was. I know. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> that's thing. horrifying I remember me. being there and looking back and being like, Man, what was 1979? I was born a year after that. What is this? 
I know. It's weird, too, because it's like, oh, man, those people are in high school right now. Yep. And I've got this book. It's so weird. Weird. It's sad. It's more sad than anything. Not as sad as, you know, day, what, 70 now of oil just gushing into the ocean. That's fun. Which they're actually literally saying they should shoot a nuclear warhead at. Oh, yeah, so I want want to mention that real quick. I was making a joke the other day because it was the 4th of July, and I was like, you know, BP should just nuke the ocean, and that would be awesome. It'd be a great firework, and, you know, it's not like they're going to make things worse. And then Sandy's like, dude, where did you get that from? (laughs) I'm like, I just thought of it. I was stoned, and I thought of it, and I thought it was funny. She's like, here's a news story. They're actually going to maybe think about doing that. There's a Russian scientist who said that's the only way to fix the problem now is to actually shoot a nuclear Someone, at Someone should re- at reply that Russian scientist on Twitter and tell him I was totally just joking. That's yeah, a terrible idea. That. That's a please terrible idea. That. You think oil in the ocean's bad? Wait till you have full-on nuclear fallout <laughs> mixing with the oil. That's it, that's going to be phenomenal. There's so many different strains I haven't smoked yet. Please don't do that. I know. I'm not done yet. Almost, but not yet. <laughs> Give me a little bit more time. Thank you. A buddy of mine is having a party this Saturday. Throws theme parties. It's going to be Monster Mash. So really? any, anything monster, anything monster related. So you're going to see all your vampires, all your zombies, nice. this and that. I think I'm going. I swear the first glittering nice. vampire I see, stake in the heart. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not a glitter vampire. I'm going as Tony Hayward, the CEO nice. of BP. Zombie? Monster yeah. mask. Zombified or normal? I don't know. I think I'm seeing a suit, maybe some zombie makeup, definitely, because... Uh, An I Love yeah. BP shirt with the thumbs up. There you go. Oh, that, he, is he is a monster. He is a monster. That's my take on the monster mash. So I think... Uh, That's brilliant. I You're go, a brilliant I'll go with the current man. events. That's go awesome. take a current events angle on it. Oh, yeah. So you say all participants in this program here that we're all uh, dealing with can and should utilize online resources with attention to discrimination and wrongful termination. If you feel that you personally, listeners or anyone out there have been uh, treated unfairly by your employer, you listed a few things here that they could look at. There's the Montana wrongful discharge act. Now, what is that? If, if they've been, if they feel they're already terminated based on, uh, uh, wrongfully based on certain things, it could be discrimination. When you talk about discrimination, it's going to, you're protected in discrimination in credit, employment, education, financing, housing, insurance, public accommodations, uh, based on several things. But when you talk about medical marijuana, it comes directly to like physical or mental disabilities, which is a protected act of it. Now, when does it switch to become a medical issue? Well, I think it, I think it's on a case by case basis because you know there's not case precedent set here in Montana, and we're kind of developing it. And each right. case set here is kind of what is the standard. And I think, you know, if someone was presented a case and they have a debilitating case and they truly are, you know, a a patient of this program with a terminal illness, something that's deniably uh, that you can't say that it it could not be helped by or their life could not be better by, you know, smoking marijuana. Um, I think that they, they would have a tough time there. I think that they could absolutely be infringing on on human rights there with discrimination on in that case. If you come down to the average person that has, you know, they broke their 
arm six years ago and they right, got their medical back. card and they're smoking. The, the big one's back problem. They're back, whatever the right. case, you know, and they have this chronic pain. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher to prove. I mm-hmm. think that I think that they have the right because, you know, it's been approved by the state of Montana, but they're going to have a tough time upholding it until, right. you know, federal laws pass. But, so what uh, we need basically is one good solid case absolutely. to go the right way and then... That that's it. Well, and you just refer to that. Your well, honor. And until that case, what you can look for if you are discharged from your current employment is just um, first off, if your company has a written policy on drug and alcohol use. Right. Um, if mm-hmm. you know they, if your company is has federal obligations with DOT, that's a whole different thing. But if your company has a policy set up now about that, or you know, if a company was smart, they would have rewritten a current policy with an addendum right. to, to the yeah. MMP and having you know some additional uh some verbiage there at least to protect their company or, or their themselves yeah. from hiring and firing acts but now um, what about people that say like well it was in the the 90 day probationary period they can fire me for anything or this isn't a right to work state they can just fire you for any reason we're not protected uh, unfortunately all. in that probationary period the employer can do whatever they like yeah but and you can also which doesn't really matter but Obviously, if you're there, you need a job. You need a job, but yeah, the employer. Um, what's do you know about the right to work thing? What is that? Like this being a right to work state or not, and people, you can just get fired. What I heard was it's it's not, and it they is can a, fire it you is for, not, and I think that was in 1987 is when that law was made mm-hmm. and put into effect. Um, but which it, means what that they, they can just let you a lot go. of things were changed, especially a lot of them directly relating to money. I think because of case settlements with the company corporations and uh, things like this, but uh, that was taken out. But um, it, I, you know, there's so many. If you think Initiative 148 is vague, you get into employment laws here. It's a whole different yeah. thing. Just I mean, it's med- just Montana's you're not even. It's just weird so. Ones. Montana is it's tough for yeah. the employee in Montana. It's tough, right? Can you recommend any lawyers that <laughs> uh, are you know savvy in this kind of? Uh, what case? I can recommend is that Google's an amazing engine and Google check it, it out. <laughs> so UTSFE, well, yeah, you know and that's normal employment discrimination. Lawyers, yeah. Montana, and on Google, check it out. Look at you know, check out Montana.gov. You can see all the cases that have been posted. You can read case uh, law there, and you can read who was represented and what the outcomes were. And from that, you can use that to base if you want to contact that person and seek out their attorneys or seek out recommendation from them. So and see a- if you even have a case. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, it seems like more times than not, people get over excited about it and they're like I'm going to make all this money and sue them and then it's like well you really have no case you were being kind of a a jerk off here and they fired you for it right and like, and anyone going through something like that you shouldn't be talking about it this is something that's personal that you need yeah. to keep to yourself anything you're talking right. about should be between you and your attorney or you and your family who you feel comfortable talking about but not your this isn't something you need to be going talking about your friends or broadcasting you know unless this you have is, a podcast yeah right. right and you just don't so, care about yeah. life anymore but so the guy the guy with the Walmart situation yeah do you think that that case is going to help set a precedent or do you think that it that will in Michigan just for that in Michigan? State, right. You don't think that because Walmart? Do you think that maybe because Walmart, Walmart is operating such a huge entity? Yeah, that multinational it may, or whatever. I mean, even beyond national, they're global. I mean, well, right. yeah, but do you I, think I've it's going like, to spill yeah. over into <laughs> other? Yeah, I know, right. Is it going to like spill into other states? Can we though? use it to to reference? Uh, you know, I like think even though it's another it, state, like if he wins, can we can we somehow use that here 
because like Walmart's here. If somebody here got fired, well, it you would de- have to set it. You would have to do that in this state for it to. It be would depend on what grounds he wins on, I think, uh-huh. and uh, and they're not going to be parallel to Montana law because their but rules it would are be different. A, you know, it would certainly be a, a platform or a, a case law mm-hmm. that could that could take you know you know you it'd could be look something at. to write an well, essay yeah, on and try every, to publish it. Every state is different, so I guess that's. I don't know. I guess I was I said something about it on the Facebook page because I was worried that because of how large of a corporation Walmart was. Well, they'll drown it in legal battles until the guy gives up. Probably. Well, he's got he's got the. um, I think he's doing some pro bono help there. Oh, yeah. He's He's got got, like like, the the disabilities um, act people. Oh, yeah. He's got the ACLU. You don't want to mess with them, man. He's got them. They're suing Walmart. Oh, man. I pity you guys. I I read online today, I think, uh, that it was going to trial. If I worked at Walmart and that was my job and the ACLU called, I would hang up and quit. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I would leave the state. I don't. I don't. Oh man, that's like not someone I, you want to go up against. No, dude. Yeah, negative. I, like we were saying on the last show. I mean, he's got sinus cancer and a brain. Yeah, tumor. he's messed up. And yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. These I honestly, are one of the cases I'm talking about that are debilitating to his. Yeah, life. exactly. And I yet honestly, he still goes to work on a daily basis. That's what I'm saying. I don't performs think he his should. duties. If I'm dying, I don't care how bad I need money. I'm not spending the rest of my life at Walmart. No. Dude, yeah, but. I mean, he I mean, obviously... That know, in he, itself is a testament to his character. He need, he's doing what he needs to do, absolutely. absolutely. And that's that's crazy. So good for you. So I, we're supporting you here if you haven't gotten definitely. that. Yeah. So. I definitely wouldn't have the, the yeah. cojones to do that. I'd be like, man, I'm dying. I'm going to go die under a tree. What I can say for people working in Montana, I think your safest um, bet is to keep it to yourself. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. a personal issue. Don't bring it into the workplace if it is not already an issue there. Don't let it become one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, with alcohol and drug testing, issues uh, if your company has a policy you need to follow it um if you if they have written in there that you're susceptible to it and you test positive the law is going to uphold the employer's right to not accommodate it so right. you have no grounds there so you need to be prepared for that what you can look for are um discriminate or discriminatory practices as far as drug testing goes have have people be tested on a regular basis in your company you know or are you the first one to ever be t- tested right because you know, on suspicion or usually companies They'll if they don't have an initial drug test at the hire on, then you won't get tested unless an accident happens. Right, and there's and there's so many conditions just involved in post accident drug testing, and that's where the problem is because the accident may not have had anything to do with well you may not have smoke. to be drug tested yeah. based on the type of accident you've had at first if you weren't issued a citation you're not susceptible really? to a drug test well, that's good if the know. accident did involve or involves more than $1,500 damages to company property a vehicle or company right, right. property then you are um, but if you're not issued a citation you're not susceptible to drug testing don't sign nothing yeah so. <laughs> That's usually pull a out your normal standard. card that you read the normal card Sandy gives you. Yeah. And, That's right. Uh, and invoke you guys, your rights. If any of you guys want those, you can probably send like a, a, an envelope, a self-addressed stamped envelope to Hotbox Podcast. One thing really important, box. I just yeah. really add here, really important um, claims made in Montana for about discrimination in the workplace in regards to anything but uh, drug testing or wrongful termination uh, must be filed in the state within 180 days. Uh, beyond that, you need to check your company's policies because they could have uh, separate grievance policies that could um, 
uh, that you've signed as an employee of that company that could uh, stipulate that you have uh, less and sometimes in cases uh, 30 or 45 days to make this claim. So be sure to uh, review your company policies and make sure that you you know go through the appropriate channels and contact the people that need to know in the in the appropriate time frame to get yourself heard. Don't just sit on it. We know how you like to procrastinate. No procrastination. No. <laughs> we are anti-procrastination. Get to it. To this is a sativa job. That's right. And if you're going to procrastinate, just go find another job. Right. <laughs> That's it. Right. And if you you know, and if you're ever needing some kind of legal advice, usually if you go to n um normal.org uh, in Montana, you can go to montananormal.org and you can get links for legal advice or compassionate lawyers for your state, too. That's right. So do Word. that. If, but just, hey, just put on your thinking cap. Don't be a dummy. Don't go to work blazed if you can't handle it or hide it. And just be cool. Be cool. Tell her to be cool. Don't be, cool, be honey bunny. stupid That's about right. it, please. Don't flash it out there. Unless you're a trust fund baby yeah. that doesn't care if he has a job or not. Because his new job is to just annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> um, before I forget, really quick, Please. I forgot to mention this. Absolutely. We need testimonials. For what? For the legislator. For the legislative meetings in Helena. Like, I love the Hotbox podcast. The show's no, awesome. No, like oh. testimonials about medical marijuana. Oh, I started talking right, okay. about this, and right, then we right. started talking Thank about you. the petitioners. Yeah, we and need then to do we, that. We, so if you're a medical marijuana patient and weed has improved your life in any way, write a how, testimonial. How it has. How many words? Um... Well, I don't think there's any given amount of okay. words. I want but two pages, double space, name at the top. And it actually, um, if you could email it to ed.tamarack at gmail.com, or you can look at Ed Doctor on Facebook, um, get him those testimonials so they can get to Helena to help with uh, the medical marijuana movement. Good. That will definitely be Montana easy. professionals. Do your part here. This is where you can stand up and come forward. We need people to come forward for this program that are in, that yep. are professionals in the state, working in different industries in healthcare. You know, working with legal backgrounds. Mm -hmm. We need politicians, <laughs> lobbyists. We need people that are teachers uh, in education. Just come forward and tell your story about how marijuana has affected your life in a positive manner and, and it, check this has out. medicinal if, purposes. If you're unemployed, say you're like a scientist or something <laughs> and yeah. send it in. Say that you... And if you're an actor, research a really good script and come up with something brilliant right. and write yeah. in. Give us give us something here. I want minds blown. If you're always sitting around being like, I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. Do this and do it well. Don't half A this. Do it all the way. Yeah, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go with it, go big. That's so. right. Go big or go home. Absolutely. And if you go home, you're not allowed to listen to the show anymore. So there. So you have in here, do you want to talk about this uh, black market mentality thing? This is pretty interesting, mm -hmm. I think. Wow, that's, it's such a big idea in its own, but yeah. um, it, it's directly related it to the us. program. Black market mentality, it's, it's a state of mind that society induces on, uh, on a person, on a group, on an idea that uh, forces them to feel inadequate or second-rate discriminated against in some capacity. 
um, and forced to hide or disguise who's the, who they are based on their personal actions or customs, practices, making, ideology. Making you feel bad for being you for and being doing what you're doing. For being who you are, for a, for a personal expression that's unique to the human body, human mind. So, like, if you're into bestiality, that's something you should probably feel weird and uh, you know, totally ashamed about. But smoking pot, but smoking you shouldn't pot, feel dirty. Maybe not. Exactly. You know, so yeah. There's your just, contrast. Yeah, it goes there. But um, I just think the idea of you know forcing it underground and it, it, it immediately it's stigmatizes a it it's a self-creating alcohol economy. used to be a dirty illegal act drinking alcohol right have you tasted alcohol it's horrendous it Ugh. used to be an illegal act to drink it it should be it's disgusting People it makes you act that. like a villain and i'm so done with that just smoke and calm down so, I mean, making people feel bad for the fact that they're more comfortable smoking marijuana. Right. Do you think, we were talking about this a couple episodes ago, like, you know how when some people smoke, they get real paranoid and stuff. Do you think that's this whole black market mentality? Uh, You're to only a certain paranoid? degree, of course. I mean, for the legality of it, yes. Right. So you're you know, thinking I'd, about I that, and when you're high, your mind starts overthinking about that, and impossibly. you spin yourself into a full panty. Sure, but I mean, it's just, it's it's sad. Each person is different, and it definitely is sad. Anyone that has to alter the way that they live their life based on, you know, uh, popular opinion, you know, it's it's never a good thing for the individual and and manifests directly in their life negatively. How is the state of mind induced? Is this via media brainwashing... It's education. It's parental influence. It's uh, there's so many factors. Early indoctrination into the negative. It's media, popular culture. Let's let's hear your. Well, I went to Google and I typed in employment and marijuana. Okay. Right. Good. One of the first things that came up was the um, NIDA, the National Institute on Drug Abuse. Right. Uh, they had the question, how does marijuana use affect school, work, and social life? Okay. Okay. The very first sentence says, students who smoke marijuana get lower grades and are less likely <laughs> to graduate from high school compared with their non-smoking uh, peers. I smoked and I graduated. The second paragraph says, workers who smoke marijuana are more likely than their co-workers to have problems on the job. Several <laughs> studies have associated workers' marijuana smoking with increased absences, tardiness, accidents, workers' compensation, claims and job turnover you know what's funny that at my work out of all the people that don't smoke there's only one and he doesn't because he's not allowed to because of probation like he misses more days than all the rest of us <laughs> so well well it's i can right get here. to work Come a on. study among postal workers found uh, that well, employees yeah. who tested positive for marijuana on pre-employment urine drug test had 55 percent more industrial you know, accidents you know what it also found that 75 percent of those that didn't ended up going into their work and shooting the place up and then blowing their brains out yeah. So, right. Do you want? Well, like I said, I think this is a good example of why that's there's the that negative stigma. It's fear too. It's I the mean. first one of the first things that comes up when you're just inquiring hmm. what employment and marijuana could possibly you know have to do with each other. Like, how it's should biased. we react? Is that Google well, keywording? I think maybe a that's a little biased. Bit, but it's a little I don't biased. know. 
I don't know. It's just until people stop using fear as a motivating factor, everything is on a on a permanent hold, in my opinion. That's just, impossible, uh, though. Even the Ten Commandments start with fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no escape in that. But if it's not the fact that it's a weed problem. Like, why do people want to do drugs so bad? Why it's do you make life parents. suck so bad that everyone needs to get high and weed just happens to be or Some people shoot heroin. Some people do coke. Like, it's not just one drug or... But that's the thing. A lot of people, everybody's blaming this plant. It's not right. the plant. It's user it's error. People. people just need to get effed up. And sometimes I mean, it's a plant. Sometimes it's a weird, nasty chemical. It smells like gasoline. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they always say guns don't kill people. People kill people. Well. Well, okay. Okay, smart stoned people don't do out. stupid things. Check this out. If you didn't have guns, people would still kill people. They, it would just be way more messy. and. Just, uh, yeah, clubbing. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. I mean, if we didn't have pot to smoke, we'd be smoking K2. If we didn't have that, it'd be salvia. Uh, like, people will smoke stuff. That's just yeah. how it is. People huff duster. What's it's, wrong with duster? Well, uh, it's to clean out my computer. But I just watched documentaries on guys smoking uh, something, a cigarette dipped in something called like smurf. Wet sticks. That's a wet stick. It's, a it's wet for, sticker. It's formaldehyde. And PCP mm-hmm. or and something. F's you. Uh, oh. So these people no, were no. in, I mean, they were in, out of their they're out, out of, of their, their mind. mind out of their they uh, <laughs> they were in like public places uh, without their clothes yep. yelling I mean they, it, like it, a chicken. it was un- I don't even know what the drug is I've never heard of it I know I mean PCP yeah That's I've heard of it but son. when you know they're dipping it or whatever I just they have a <laughs> term it starts with an S the term that I'm thinking of like, Sherms yeah. Sherms this is it okay so Sherms so man. it showed people under the influence of this and it was just like it showed it's them freaky, before and it, yeah. it was they so revert back to Unbelievable! Primal instinct. It, it was. They are. It was foul. They're I mean, dogs. it was bad. Like it's, it was bad. Hey, when so. you live in a jungle, hey, at, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta get nuts, man. You know? I'm telling you, they, and they do. They do. And of course, they, marijuana they do. gets blamed somehow. It well, was the gateway. Could, that was probably his first drug he ever did, the, Sandy. I'm pretty put, sure sipping alcohol with dad or puffing a little whiskey on a cigarette in the that he stole from mom. A or secondhand crack smoke, that. maybe. A cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why do you smoke with cigarettes? Because it makes me look cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to hang out with the people outside. Well, is there anything else you wanted to really mention before we... We had some news stories, but we're already at like an hour or so. It's up to you. I think that we should we should talk about a couple of these. I mean, there was a really funny one. Come on. Oh yeah, you want? Okay, here let's let's talk about that first. Let me pull this. What happened to Paris Hilton? Paris, Paris. what a diva. She was arrested in Johannesburg, South Africa. What? Paris. Was she there getting babies? She was, no, actually, <laughs> oh, she was there right. for a soccer game. Oh, yeah, the World How Cup. How weird Cup. is that? She was trying to find that World Cup trophy we talked yeah. about on the other podcast that was made out of cocaine. Yeah, exactly. That's so what she it was. was detained, right? Yeah, her and she was Jennifer detained. Rovero. Who's I don't that? know who that is. That's that? her friend. Google That's that her throwaway friend. Is that the hoe of the week? That's friend. the throwaway friend. Yeah, the throw the of the week. Flavor of the week. <laughs> awesome. Um, what she look like? Is she pretty? I'm gonna probably her. not. Paris Hilton Jennifer. usually tries to keep people that she feels are a little bit lower rung. Oh, that's cheating. Well, ugly friend. All right, so she was detained. She was detained, 
And um, her and Jennifer were actually Whoa. detained. Sorry. Huh. That girl was in Playboy. Yeah, I saw that She's one. kind of a mutt without airbrushing. Is that the first thing that came up for you? <laughs> yes. If you have your Google settings set to no filter, <laughs> that's you will see her titties. Thank you. So the single there she is. against the There air- they are. I wasn't lying. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Check that out. Look at that. I think oh. I remember that issue. I was like... 17 when that came out. I myself no, have not seen this one. You remember precisely <laughs> right offhand. She's been born in 78. It's, it's so the okay, single so. count against the heiress was dropped after her her Playboy bunny <laughs> pled guilty to the same charge and now she faces Wait, a fine. Did she was just like, um, will you just like take my friend instead? Because I have, like, stuff to do. And her friend was like, yeah. Hilton's publicist said it was a complete misunderstanding and it was actually <laughs> another person in the group who did it. Uh, it wasn't me. It was her. It says here, police said they approached the two women after smelling marijuana outside the stadium. <laughs> how, where they had been, Where the match had been played. Hold on. How, how, you have two of these women, heiresses. Who doesn't approach it's them? It's their job to party. Well, I'm saying, how do you smell the weed yeah. over all that perfume and stuff? <laughs> how, do you, wearing, oh, that's, how do you smell the weed after, over all the blow that's probably How do you notice the difference in how she's acting? Like, if she was stoned or if she was not, would it, would you... Would you even know? Does it matter? Uh, that's hot. It's Paris Hilton. Doesn't Co- matter. Come on. So is she uh, she got off and is uh, being extradited yeah. back <laughs> to the South Africa. Doesn't want you. That's horrible. She's going back home. Yeah. Did they she smuggle her any babies? Out. No babies. No, actually, they there no babies were harmed in the making of this story. That's awesome. No African babies were. harmed. I did hear that Angelina was going to adopt a vampire baby. Probably. Do they have? Have we got those now? I'm not sure. I bet we do. Inquirer says so. Oh, okay, we've so always had them. Before we get out of here, do you want to do these eight facts real quick that you might not know about the weed? The weed? Yes, we should. Did definitely. you know? Did you know? That marijuana is Send a Mexican me term that originally was applied to low-quality tobacco. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, it, that's um, that's why a lot of people say that it's a drug cartel word. But who calls it marijuana? Like honestly, do you really? I, are, do you call up your friend? And you're like, I need some marijuana. No, and I even, I mean. Even I know grass, a lot of people like, get caught up in the whole terms. Well, yeah, and in different places, different locales have their own names for it. Yeah. but Well, yeah, I mean, and a lot of people will get caught up in terms. And I've had some people come in to talk to me before, and they've, like, kind of acted a little offended when I've said weed or pot. <laughs> Reaver. Or, you Reaver. know, but that's because it just, that's what rolls off my tongue in easy Florida, when I'm saying something. In Florida, it's called the rags or the crip. And the crip is the good stuff, and the rags is the nasty dirt seed weed. Oh. See? Different oh, locales. Shwag. Up here, it's called chronic or yep. weed. Yeah. Or green. So it was cultivated over if you're paranoid, seven hundred years ago. Yep. R- right. In By China, the Chinese. Those darn the Chinese. <laughs> always just they're on it, man. See. They are leaders in every industry. Well, it's, it's an they herbal thing. Yeah, they're all up in that. 
Yeah. They actually, they finally, 4,700 years later, they finally found an herb that actually does something more than a placebo. But they will, Yay, but they will kill you for but smoking it. That's, yeah, right? They, they will kill, kill you for smoking it They there. will kill you for Googling Tiananmen Square. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. They don't mess around down there. They're nuts. Human rights? What? No. 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 Yeah. This is It, 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 it doesn't rights. happen you there. You don't have rights. So. Ooh, ooh, These are good facts. Three. More than 20 prescription medicines containing marijuana were sold in U.S. pharmacies at the turn of the 20th century. They were available up until 1942. I don't think anybody realizes that, that marijuana has <laughs> only been illegal, like, um, yeah, not as long as you think. They didn't notice back then because also so was cocaine and ecstasy, probably, or whatever they were prescribing for marriage couples. But, like, coke was, like... Here you go. From 1937 to 1942, the feds collected a tax of one dollar per ounce. Wow! So how much for such drugs? Yeah, for (laughs) such drugs. Like also cocaine. Yeah, well, that was legal then. Well, you gotta think though. A 1942 dollar is worth like a thousand nineteen or you know twenty ten dollars. Yeah. Uh, More than twenty thousand studies on marijuana and its components have been published. According to the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, an advocacy group uh, of these, around 100 have looked into therapeutic value on human subjects. So when they're like, it hasn't been studied enough. Uh, yeah, actually, we've been studying it forever. 4,700 years, 20,000 studies. So you need a different excuse. Fact number five is uh, the federal government is in the pot-growing business. Under federal contract, the University of Mississippi in Oxford cultivates marijuana for the use by researchers who have been cleared by the National Institute on Drug Abuse. So, I mean, they're, they're growing it. Yes, caller. You're live on the hotbox. I didn't even see you there. We what's have up? a caller? Yeah, I, for like two minutes. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, hey, guys. It's Nicole. Hey, what's up, Nicole? Hi. Oh, nothing. I had a quick question about the moratorium. Oh, please. Absolutely. Please. Has, has there been like a backlash of people that you know went out, opened their businesses, signed leases to get these storefronts, and you know were banking on making good business to pay the lease or even you know pay a mortgage if they bought the storefront property? They you know, should has there have been any kind of backlash. I we're all just angry about it. We're mad as well, hell. And we're not going to take it anymore. But we do that by just you know smoking more weed. Any anybody who had a lease or had financially made you know put money into a functioning business be, before the morator- the ban was passed, they're grandfathered in. Um, there are some people who say that they had things that were in the works. And that they should have been included because now, I mean, their dreams and everything they've but, been trying to get going is gone because these cities are just saying, oh, no, we're taking it away. Right. And, you and can't that place, it. one of the ones that opened, like, they're not going to get their leases renewed next no. year. No. Any have of to the be places out. that they're, have opened, they're grandfathered their in, lease. like, for right now. But yeah, after the, their leases. Oh, uh, okay. And they can't change the. So they um, didn't put anybody out. No, they Not can. Yet. They can keep functioning, but they cannot change the um, the way their business functions. They can only do what they're doing, and they can't extend their lease, and um, they can't make any changes to the building or anything like that. So they're basically just okay. stuck where they're they're at. They can't move. They can't change their company name even. I mean, they they have to stay like that. If they try to make a change, then they can just get kicked out. 
That's messed up. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of where yeah, it's I'm at just right confused. now. Like, you know, is it is it made people stop that already had something going on or not? Oh no, I think if anything it's it's making yeah. those people try to save what money they're making now because they know they're going to have to start yeah. over all, you know. Well, again. and a lot of a lot of the people who Thanks, were Nicole. who were getting a business going, they actually have moved outside of town to to get their business going somewhere else. So now that money is going into a whole different, you know, town. It's going into a right. different economy. Um, because you're not allowing it anymore. They're losing out on the business. Anything else? Any other questions we can help you with? No, that was the only one. I'm okay. curious. Well, thanks All for the right, call, thanks Nicole. thanks for calling. Bye-bye. See that? You can do that. 406-204-4687. Don't be shy, especially if you have a sexy voice like that. <laughs> Sorry. Live calls are fun. Leave it to Matt. That's right. To point I'm, out the sexy voice. Did you all heard that? Come on, you all <laughs> can't tell me that you did. Hi, it's Nicole. I'm Nicole. You know, I heard it. Nicole's Thank you, Nicole. Pretty. I appreciated it, Nicole. Do I have a squeaky voice? Sometimes, not like Minnie Mouse squeaky, but. Did somebody I, I think you say sound some- good. Did somebody say something? Well, last night when I was watching the jam hole, uh-huh. one of your listeners on there uh-huh. pointed out that I might have some vocal, and I, w- I started to kind of feel self-conscious. You know what we're going to do just for him? I'm going to get a helium tank in here, <laughs> and next episode, you're going to huff helium all show the just whole for him. Show. Just for you, Amham. I know who you are. So, uh, number six, the plant itself has nearly 500 chemical compounds, more than 60 of which are called cannabinoids. That's the good stuff, like tetrahydrocannabinol and all the other ones. That's the only one I know. Uh, 14 (laughs) states and the District of Columbia have legalized medical marijuana. Alaska, California, Colorado, Hawaii, Maine, Michigan, Montana, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. But patients in these states face federal prosecution for using it because the federal government is a bunch of D-bags. Under our Boo. former administration. Right. And then the last one, uh, federal law prohibits physicians from prescribing or otherwise actively supplying patients with the drug. But in O2, the U.S. Supreme Court backed an appellate court ruling that physicians who discuss it with patients or provide oral, haha, or written recommendations are protected. So that's why whenever um, you go to the Montana State Initiative 148 site and you print off a physician's recommendation form, Mm -hmm. it automatically prints a little disclaimer thing for the doctor (laughs) that lets them know that they will not be arrested or um, prosecuted for signing that. That you even have to do that. Like, hey, it's okay if you want to. We're not going to put you in jail. Oh, just kidding. Yes, we are. I'm kidding. No, we're not. But see, even do that doctors still won't sign it that's creepy yeah they get all anal and they're like doctors, oh we don't want our name associated nah, with that here have some heroin that's instead dangerous. that's much better for you that's a big no-no oh is the heroin making you tired here's some speed it's okay just balance it out you'll yeah. figure it out what's the dosage <laughs> 
Okay. So, was there anything else you wanted to cover before we call it a night? I do. I did just want to give a quick shout out to the police for um, finishing deliveries for certain caregivers out there. Not that I'm saying it's okay to drop your stuff in FedEx or UPS to get it to a patient. Right. Everyone knows by any means whatsoever. USPS. Am I saying that? Media mail. Oh yeah. Duh. That's right. You Let's use do media the mail. Involved. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Um, they don't give a flying F what is in your package if you ship it media mail. I'm not even kidding. But, you know, at your own risk. Yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to Nicole and her sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll keep doing that. <sighs> no, that's a lot. That's all. Just, that's no, all. Um, they've actually <laughs> been finishing deliveries for caregivers when they've dropped it in FedEx. The police. Yes, yeah. That's they've got it to the patient when they realize that it's a legal transaction. They're getting it to its rightful so, person. Are you saying FedEx and UPS are checking boxes? Oh, yeah. They have to. Really? And Everyone? And if they suspect marijuana... Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're not opening them, but they're putting them through all their little detectors. So. Good for them, though. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got, to, they've got to do their thing. I don't yeah. want so, anthrax getting mailed to me. Yeah, right. no. <laughs> I appreciate so that. I want sus- my pot. I don't want anthrax That's coming right. in the mail. <laughs> so if they do what you got to do. I want to get high. I don't want to die. Come on. There if they go. suspect marijuana, then they have to call the police. Of course. Right? So, within state lines right now, uh, technically you could FedEx or UPS it, but that's kind of one of those... Even though they're not technically caregivers, whoever ends up handling it in the middle. Right. But at that point, you're handling a package. And everyone knows, if you've seen the movie Transporter, you don't ask what's in the package. <laughs> just deliver it. You just, just do your, don't ask. Just do your job. So and don't... I know, right? He's a bad... <laughs> Stu job, so I know. <laughs> and a shout out to him, right? So yeah, sorry, oh. that was a shout out to him too. <laughs> uh, but no, I just thought that was kind of because this has been circulating for the last couple of days on Facebook. Everybody's posted it at least once with a comment, you know, "Go cops, thanks." <laughs> way to way to finish. So the can deal. you just can you just cut out the middleman and their ridiculous fee and just send it to the cops with a note that's like, <laughs> "Thanks." I pay your I pay your salary anyway. I don't think I got do like it. five speeding tickets last year. It's cool. I've I've put your kids through college by now. Just deliver my package. You know, it would actually make me feel a lot better if I had a patient in need. If I could call up the cops and be like, "Hey, could you drop this off for me? I'm kind of busy I'm, right I'm now." I'm totally not going that way. If you could just and swing I mean, by and pick it up, wouldn't it be better for you to know where it is? And anyways? I mean, they're cops, so of course they know how to handle it. They are professionals, right? Just don't harass them when you get there, and don't you know? don't you dare take any of that weed out of there. Put it on the doorstep. <laughs> I'm watching ring you. The doorbell and run. That's right. That's all you got to do. I've played that game before. Right? It'll so be stapled shut. <laughs> says over the past year, the Billings Police Department has received an increasing number of calls from FedEx and UPS workers who discover packages, haha, containing what appears to be legal uh-huh. medical marijuana. A police investigator must then pick up the package, haha, make phone calls to determine whether it is a Montana legal product produced by a caregiver who is registered with the state and then notify the distributor like to me. retrieve the pot. Word. Right. That's awesome. All that, though, they're thinking is not awesome because it can add up to several hours of police time Yeah. that, you know, you really don't need to be maybe delivering weed, I guess. I don't know. 
Well, do you if if you don't have if you're just driving around burning gas, why not? Right? Well, you're I mean, doing it anyway. Get out of your car, get some exercise, deliver my package, tell them to have a nice day and get back in your car. I've never I've never I've never sent anything FedEx or UPS. Really? Yeah. I haven't. I usually am I'm able not to take care anything. of anybody in town. All right. Sandy will drive it to you. I have. Nice. I have driven and met people. Will you pick up a pizza on your way if they ask you to? I have stopped by Frugal's. That's awesome. I have stopped by Frugal's before. I used to do that when I delivered food for this place. I, it, people would know that we were in a gas station, so they're like, "And can you get me a box of condoms and a pack of Marb Lights and probably a six or some Peebs? All right, I will do that for you. You better tip me. And then they totally don't. Mm-hmm. I should have known because you're drinking the peebers. Mm-hmm. Should have known. <laughs> what a great job. So they say, quote, of course, we don't want to be in the middle as a broker. The police chief said, we're wasting a lot of time investigating and looking into legitimate businesses. Well, thank you, police chief, for saying that weed is a legitimate business. I appreciate that. Uh, Montana's medical marijuana law allows caregivers to possess six plants or one ounce. Of course, you all know this. Uh, for every patient, both patients and caregivers must register with the state, blah, 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 uh, blah, blah, blah. So that's good to know that, you know, at least your package will get there. <laughs> it, well, it, now, hopefully it will. Is yes. there anything in place to stop the police from making note of where all of this marijuana no. happens to be going and then maybe, oh, I don't know, post some surveillance outside. That's and one a, reason why I think it's kind of a bad idea. Right. You should be blindfolded and then deliver it. <laughs> I fully right. agree. I fully agree. That would really make it happen a lot faster, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm positively sure. All right, well, is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss before we say goodbye? That's all I have on my all right, agenda. Well, Mark, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you guys you. for having me. It's we'll been, definitely uh, it's been do great. This, do this again sometime. Oh, do we want? Do we have the strain of the episode? We're going to start doing this every, every week. We're going to give you guys a look what at, was an, this one? at a new strain. So, the strain for this week, what is this called? That's Grape Ape. This is the Grape Ape. Camera two there, live listeners, you Camera can see. Camera two. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll take a picture of it so you guys can see. It's It smells phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Is there an application on there where they can smell it? Uh, there that should be. be nice. Is there an app for that? No, uh, not no, yet. No, no, okay. Trademark it. We're, we're too busy yeah. trying get to it, figure out it. <laughs> how to make our calls uh, stay not dropped. We're, yeah, s- we're Steve that's Jobs still and a little Apple. bit in the works. If you touch this, it'll drop your call. So just just use speakerphone. It's an <laughs> iPhone 4. No, it's cool. I paid like $600 for it. Just don't touch it. It's a touch screen, but no, don't touch it because <laughs> it'll drop calls. Anyway, so this, what is this? Uh, this is uh, Indica. Uh-huh. And this would be ideal for just... Indica, going to sleep, probably. Indicas are predominantly <laughs> Feeling good. Feeling mm. awesome. awesome. Maybe if you smoke a little too much, the room will start going wavy on you. Womp, 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 But overall, tasty. Very, very, very tasty. Fruity. Not harsh. Great smell. Great taste. Your neighbors will love you for smoking good it. Good stony. The Grape Ape. Great. Grape, grape Ape. Do you remember ape. that cartoon? I, grape Ape. Grape Ape. That was and, an and awesome it, show. It's purple, too. Like it the is purple. Bud, now, where can people, if people are local and they have their medical marijuana cards, where can they get some Grape Ape at? Well, from their caregiver. <laughs> oh, okay. Do all the caregivers have it? 
Uh, Do you have it? I have it. So if you want to switch caregivers to a lady that's got the grape ape, you know where to find her. I just got another message here. The whole family is apparently watching. Here's Shelby, my little sister. Are you serious? They jumped on uh, from down in Texas. That's awesome. So hey to Shelby. Yay! Look at that. Hi, Hotbox Shelby. Podcast Episode 7. Well, yeah. thank you guys for joining us. If you want to leave a message for next episode, the number's 406-204-4687. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Uh, if you guys want to help support the show, the show is powered by listener uh, contributions. Of course, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. All that stuff's on the site, hotboxpodcast.com. Uh, thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Matt. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday for... Episode eight. De ocho. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Thanks, Mark. Mark. And uh, yeah, yeah we'll was see awesome. you guys uh, next week. Goodbye. Bye. If you like, you like we where where you need to. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.